Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. I just looked under the nearest parimutuel window. Have a seat, Steve. Okay. You know, of course, I was going to get even on that next race. I'm afraid this can't wait until the next race, Steve. I'll have your credentials and plane ticket at my desk when you're ready for them. All right, thanks, Ruth. Sending me off into the wild blue yonder again, Commissioner? You're flying to Tangier. Tangier? Look, I don't even have a veil. You won't need one. Ever hear of a man named Captain Rock? Yeah, sort of a soldier of fortune, isn't he? Yes, a man who'd do anything for anybody, if the price was right. Here's a picture of him. Take a look. Hey, he looks like me. Quite a little, Steve. We think you could pass for Captain Rock almost anywhere. Hey, wait a minute. What do you mean, pass for him? It's a very dangerous game, Steve, but I'm asking you to play it for us. Hmm. Putting it bluntly, you're going to pose as Captain Rock in Tangier. You'll be a decoy. Oh, great. Look, uh, maybe Captain Rock won't like the idea. He's in no position to object, Steve. Last night in Tangier, Captain Rock was stabbed to death. Hmm. Well... How do I go about impersonating a dead man? His death has been kept a secret. He was found right after he was stabbed and was taken to the hospital in Tangier under heavy police guard. He died in the hospital. We want his killers to think they missed. Oh, so they'll come after me, huh? Hey, this sounds like a fine job. Yes, well, we've got to find out who killed him and why. Look, you better fill me in on the background. Why is Rock so important to us? There's not time to go into that now, Steve. Your plane leaves in half an hour. But Inspector Laborde... In Tangier, we'll give you the entire background. Go directly to his office when you arrive. Inspector Laborde in Tangier. Okay. Steve, this is a vital job you're going to do and a very dangerous one. You'll be up against clever, ruthless opposition. But we've got to find out who killed Captain Rock. Well, that's it. You've got your assignment. Good luck. The National Broadcasting Company is proud to present Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell, colorful, two-fisted government agent. At all those places in the world where danger and intrigue walk hand in hand, there you'll find Steve Mitchell on another Dangerous Assignment. Steve Mitchell is en route to Tangier in North Africa by plane. 
Meanwhile, in a spacious villa on the outskirts of Tangier, a man waits, slowly sipping a glass of sherry. The door opens, and a slender native enters the room. Good evening, Joshua Effendi. Ali, at last. Certainly took you long enough to get back here to make your report to me. I thought it best to remain in hiding for a day, Effendi. Perhaps you were right. But come, tell me exactly what happened. Yes, Effendi. I met Captain Rock at the shop of a thousand bells the night before last, as you instructed me to. I told him that I was to conduct him to the man who had arranged his escape from the Istanbul prison. Was he suspicious at all? He did not seem to be. But he said he did not understand why his escape from prison had been arranged. I told him he would find that out later. Good. Good. We drove to a deserted road outside the city. And then I stabbed him. Captain Rock is dead, Joshua Effendi. (laughs) You've done well, Ali. And you'll be paid accordingly. I'm going to the airport to purchase a ticket to Cairo. My job here is finished. I would like a ticket to Cairo on the first available plane. Very well, sir. Taxi. Hey, taxi. Uh, here is your ticket, sir. Wait, that man. Taxi. Tangier Effendi. Welcome to Tangier Effendi. May I show you the sights of the city? No, just take me to the police station. All right away, Effendi. That was Captain Rock. But Rock is dead. I, 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 I beg your pardon, sir. Never mind the ticket to Cairo. I still have some unfinished business here in Tangier. No, it cannot be true, Joshua Effendi. Captain Rock is dead. You stupid fool, Ali. I saw him at the airport just now. You bungled the job the night before last after all. No, no, it could not be. I stabbed him to death in the car. I, Ali, I do not miss. Did you wait until you were sure he was dead before you left? I... Well, you see, Joshua Effendi... Out I... with it, Ali! Uh, well, a police patrol came down the road right afterward. It was necessary for me to depart quickly. That's what I thought. You did bungle the job, stupid... One stupid more fool. chance, Effendi. Just give me one more chance, and this time I will make sure... No! It is too late for that, Ali. You had an opportunity, and you failed me. No. No, Effendi, please. I... No! 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 One chance is all I ever give anyone, Ali. From now on, I will handle this job myself. Your credentials are in order, Monsieur Mitchell. Please have a seat. Thank you, Inspector Laborde. Your commissioner notified me to expect you. You did well to come here to my office as soon as you arrived in Tangier. We do not want you to be seen in the city until you understand the situation thoroughly. Well, right now I don't understand much of anything. I think you'd better start at the beginning. Of course. Look at this map. Hmm? A year ago, these two European countries were on the verge of signing a treaty. Your country was backing them completely and was very anxious for that treaty to go through. It meant peace and security for this entire area of Europe. I see. What happened to it? On a certain day, a representative from each country was to meet and sign the treaty on the border. But that meeting never took place. Why not? One of the representatives was assassinated on the way to the meeting point. 
the mutual suspicion which resulted from the incident was enough to scrap the treaty. Hmm. But what's all this got to do with Captain Rock? Ah, I wish to show you a portion of a newsreel on this film projector. Will you turn off the light, please? Okay. Merci. I will start the projector now. This was taken near the border of the two countries involved on the day the treaty was to be signed. What do you see there, Monsieur Mitchell? Just a black sedan. Man in the back seat and driver in the front. The man in the back seat was the diplomat who was assassinated shortly afterward. Hmm. Now, look more closely at the driver. What? Hey, it's Captain Rock. Captain Rock. You may turn the lights back on now. Ah, merci. You think Captain Rock killed that diplomat? No, but we think he was in on the plan in some way. At a certain point in the trip, instead of turning to the left, as he was supposed to do, he suddenly turned to the right, into a blind alley. That is where the shooting took place. I see. Well, then, if Rock was in on the plan, that means he knew who killed that diplomat. That is precisely the point, Mitchell. We believe that interests hostile to that treaty deliberately assassinated that diplomat to block the treaty. Your commissioner also believes that if they can be exposed for what they are and linked to the killing, then the treaty has a chance of going through after all. Yeah. Well, what happened to Captain Rock after the shooting? Interpol in Paris has supplied us with that information. I have it right here. Rock hmm. uh, went into hiding. He was arrested on a minor charge in Istanbul two months ago and imprisoned there. He probably figured that that Istanbul jail was a good hiding place. Oh, undoubtedly. But last week there was a very skillfully arranged jailbreak. Captain Rock escaped. We want to find out who arranged that escape because it is our belief that the one responsible for it is the killer who realized that he was not safe as long as Rock was alive. So that's why I'm supposed to impersonate Rock? Exactly. I think we will be able to make the killer believe that he missed the first time. So he'll come after me. <laughs> you know, this sounds like a nice friendly little pastime where a guy could wind up dead. There is no point in minimizing the danger, but this assignment is a vital one. Look, uh, did you get anything out of Rock before he died? No. But a few hours before his death, he was seen at Hassim's. Hassim's? What's that? Café here in Tangier. It may mean nothing, on the other hand... Well, I guess that'll be my first stop, huh? Oui. Monsieur Mitchell? One thing I must make very clear to you. Yeah? When you walk out of this office, you will be Captain Rock cannot return here until this job is finished one way or the other. Why not? The interests that we think are behind this have eyes and ears everywhere. We must do our best to convince them. Therefore, I am the only one in Tangier who knows who you really are. Even now, your picture has been distributed to the force as that of Captain Rock. To the rest of the police, you will be Captain Rock. To be pursued and captured if possible. Oh, fine. I don't have enough to do trying to find out who's behind all this. I have to play hide-and-seek with the police, too. Oh, I regret it. He's unavoidable. Well, look, suppose I get in a spot. Isn't there anyone who can help me? I have considered that possibility. I will have one of my detectives who will make himself known to you at Hasim's Café. How will I know him? He will approach you and he will say, Hasim stocks fine wines here. You will ask him if he is an employee of the place. And he will reply, no, not an employee, a connoisseur. Fine wines, connoisseur. Okay, I've got it. Keep undercover for the rest of the day and be at Hassim's at seven tonight. Okay. Monsieur Mitchell, I do not need to warn you to be careful. Because if you are not, 
I am afraid it will cost you your life. Welcome to my humble cafe, Effendi. Would you like Hasim to show you to a table? Oh, this one right here will do. Looks like I'm in time for the floor show. <laughs> yes, Effendi. I... Captain Rock. Huh? For a moment, I did not recognize you. But you are Captain Rock. Uh, yeah, but let's not spread it around, Hasim. But of course, Effendi. I forgot you were wanted by the police. But you risk capture to come here to see Yadida. Yadida? Your sweetheart. See? She is dancing now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looks even more beautiful than the last time I saw her. <laughs> she is the sweetheart of all Tangier. But she loves only you. I will go to signal her that you are here. She will be overjoyed. I hope so. <laughs> Maybe this deal won't be too bad after all. I beg your pardon. Huh? Is this your first visit to Hasim's cafe? Why, uh, no. I used to come here a lot. Why, who are you? Allow me to congratulate you on your excellent taste in coming here. Hasim stocks fine wines. Oh? Are you an employee? Not an employee. A connoisseur. I see. Inspector Laborde sent me. Let us go someplace where we can talk. No, not now. I know what you look like now. That's all that's necessary. Just manage to be around if I need you. But I think we should go outside and discuss... No, look. Hasim's heading this way. Beat it. Very well. I will leave by the back door. Yeah. I signal to Yadida. I pointed you out. See? She has her eyes on you now. Yeah. Nice eyes, too. Uh, thanks, Hasim. She is coming straight here to your table. Yeah. Hasim, uh, don't you think sweethearts should be let alone? <laughs> but of course, Effendi. I understand. I understand. Oh, darling. <laughs> Hello, Yadida. Oh, darling, you must be careful. Joshua's here. Huh? I saw him. I... Wait. What's the matter? You... You are not... Oh, I beg your pardon, Effendi. I have made a mistake. Hey, wait a minute. Yadida, come back here. Yeah, looks like I didn't fool her any. Hasim. Hasim. Yes, Effendi. Where's Yadida's dressing room? Oh, you have quarreled already. Such a pity, such a pity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I want to make up. Where is her dressing room? Where it has always been, Captain Rock. Through that curtain. The room at the end of the hall. Thanks. <laughs> you will make it up, then all will be well again. Room at the end of the hall. Yeah, there it is. She was trying to warn me about something. Yadida. Yadida. Hey. Yadida. What happened? A knife. Who did it? Joshua. Who's he? Joshua. Look, Yadida, so you know I'm not Captain Rock, but I'm trying to find out who killed him and what's behind it all. Can you tell me anything that'll help? Shop of a thousand bells. Shop of a thousand bells? Where's that? Street Bazaar. <sighs> Yadida. Yadida. She's dead. What is it, Captain Rock? What has happened? Yadida. She's dead. What? Yadida dead? Yadida. A knife wound. You did this, Captain Rock. You killed Yadida. Now, Lord. You had a quarrel. You stabbed her. Police! 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 <laughs> Thank you.
In a moment, we'll return to the second act of Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy. But first, we'd like to call your attention to another fast-moving adventure mystery. Now on Sundays, hear Dick Powell as Richard Diamond, private detective. Every week, glib Dick Diamond fights his way to fame, fortune, and a red-headed girlfriend over most of these same NBC stations. And Dick Powell continues to delight listeners with a tune or two on almost every program. This delightful mixture of rough-and-tumble action and smooth, sweet lyrics weekly brings joy to listeners who dial the NBC way. Enjoy this novel, pulse-paced action drama every Sunday. Richard Diamond is another fast-moving NBC adventure mystery wrapped up and delivered every Sunday afternoon over most of these NBC stations. And now back to Act Two of Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Time, ten seconds later. The place, Asim's Cafe in Tangier. Steve Mitchell, posing as the notorious Captain Rock, is still standing over the body of Yadida, the beautiful dancing girl, as Hasim, the proprietor, rushes down the hall to her dressing room. Hasim suspects Steve of killing Yadida. She loved you, and you killed her. Police! Shut up! As long as we're throwing accusations around, you got here in an awful hurry just now, Hasim. How come? I do not know what you are talking about. Police! Quiet. Police! Take your hand off my mouth. Let go of me. Get in that dressing room. It will do you no good. I will still call the police. I know. But this way I'll have five minutes to start. Now get in there. Commissioner, Steve's calling from Tangier. He's on the line now. Yeah, thanks, Ruth. Hello? Hi, Commissioner. I can only talk a minute. I'm calling from the second floor of a little hotel here in Tangier. Well, how's everything? Right now, it's hotter than a two-bit pipe. What do you mean? When you sent me over here, you didn't tell me I was supposed to play tag with the police, too. Well, we had to make things look convincing, Steve. Yeah. Well, right now, they look very convincing. Rock's girlfriend just got herself killed, and I'm the grade-A suspect. What? Yeah. She was trying to warn me about something before she died. She mentioned a place called the Shop of a Thousand Bells in a bazaar. I guess that's my next stop. Are you working alone, Steve? But really alone. Inspector Laborde sent a man to me at Hassim's Cafe. But I had to leave in such a hurry I wasn't able to contact him again. Have you made any contact with the people who engineered Captain Rock's jailbreak? Not yet. Maybe I'll have better luck at the Shop of the Thousand Bells. Look, uh, I better hang up. I don't want to stay in one place any longer than I have to. This town is probably jumping with cops right now, and they're all looking for me. I'll try to call you again as soon as I have anything new to report. All right, Steve. Be careful. Yeah. So long, Commissioner. Clerk. Hey, Clerk. Here I am, Effendi. Look, I'd like a little information. Of course, Effendi. What's the matter? Nothing, Effendi, nothing. You seem pretty nervous all of a sudden. It is nothing, Effendi. What information do you wish? Is there a bazaar around here anywhere? A, a bazaar? I, I do. Hey, you really got the jumps, haven't you? A bazaar? Oh, yes, Effendi. It is not far. Wait a minute. What was that? Uh, I do not know. I, I... A car pulled up outside a police car. So that's why you were nervous. Police, quick, in here. Here he is. Looks like I've got no friends Wait, at police, all. Wait, this way. Must be a back door over there. Quick. There he goes. 
bazaar had put Sears Roebuck to shame. That shop of a thousand bells ought to be around here someplace. Yeah, there it is. Good evening, Effendi. Welcome to the shop of a thousand bells. Are you the proprietor here? Yes, Effendi. I am Turhan, at your service. You would perhaps like to buy one of these beautiful bells? No, but I'd like a little information. I do not sell information, Effendi. I sell bells. The finest in all Tangier. See, here is one you may like. But... Does it not have a fine tone? Like pure silver. Yeah, yeah. But now indeed, look, uh... it should have such a tone, for it is pure silver. With just the slightest amount of alloy to give it body. You like this bell? That's not what I came for. Oh, I, then I, I... Perhaps uh... this other one. Here. Hmm? Yes. Perhaps this one is more to your liking. Look, I don't want to buy a bell. Oh, but Effendi, I, I have... Effendi, you would like a guide? No. No. I am Mustafa Effendi. The best guide in all Tangier. I no. can show you all the more secret places. No. The beautiful dancing girls. Look, I don't want to buy a bell, and I don't want a guide. But I charge oh. very little for my services, if any. Hey, beat it, will you? Now, look, Turhan, I don't have much time. I told you I wanted some information from you. But I only have information about my bells, Effendi. Look, I'm going to try just once more. I was told to come here. Now, if you don't open up and start talking, ah, I'll... Effendi. Just... If you want information, why do not you ask me? I, Mustafa, have all the information. What's that? Of course. I have information on all the points of interest here in Tangier. I can show you. Oh, great. Look, will you beat it? Uh, it is a sad thing, Tohan. Nobody wants a guide tonight. Everyone is too interested in the murder of Yadida to go sightseeing. Yes, I know. No one will buy my bells either. What's that about Yadida? You have not heard of Fendi. Hmm. Yadida was a beautiful dancing girl, a sweetheart of all Tangier. But tonight, she was murdered by a man called Captain Rock. Oh? The police are scouring the city for him right now. But if the citizens find the worst, <laughs> there will be not much left for the police. I guess not. Hey. I see. The police are down at the other end of the bazaar. They are searching everywhere. Look, uh, you still want a job, Mustafa? Oh, but of course, Fendi. You have changed your mind. Yeah, yeah, I've changed my mind. You say you can show me some of the secret places of Tangier? If you like. I like. The more secret, the better. One moment, Fendi. You have changed your mind about the going. Perhaps you will change your mind about the bell. Huh? I'll even buy a bell. Oh, thank you, Fendi. Come on, Mustafa. Let's go. You sure know all the back alleys around town, Mustafa. <laughs> it is my business to know them, Effendi. What would you like to see first? Well, you name it. As long as it's one of those secret places we were talking about. I have a place in mind that I think will appeal strongly to you. Here, in this door, Effendi. I will lead the way. Sure dark in here. There's a flight of stairs at your right, Effendi. Huh? We will descend. Okay. But it's your turn to carry this bill. Somebody's liable to confuse me for a cow in the dark. Of course. 
Here, put your hand on my shoulder. So, now you will not stumble. Mm. When you say secret, you really mean it, don't you? Uh, certain activities are frowned on by the police. It is necessary to take precautions. Uh, here we are at the bottom. Where to now? See the narrow crack of light under that door at the end of this hall? Mm -hmm. Come. Hey, uh, what kind of a place is this, Mustafa? One beyond the wildest imagination, Effendi. You will see. Here we are. After you, Effendi. Hey, that sudden light blinds me. Your eyes will adjust themselves. Why? Man, that's just a bare room. Here he is. Joshua Fendi, I have brought him to you. Huh? Good work, Mustafa. Well, if he isn't the wine connoisseur from Hasim's, why am I glad to see you? I've been... Hey, why the gun? Wait a minute. Mustafa here called you Joshua just now. Quite right. Yadida told me that Joshua was the guy who stabbed her. Right again. Mustafa, your job is finished. You will be well paid for it. You may go. And take that silly bell with you. Yeah, <laughs> Well, looks like I've made a little mistake. I figured you were the guy Inspector Laborde sent to help me at Hassim's. It did not prove difficult to intercept Laborde's man and learn the password from him. Yeah, I get it. A little late, I guess. Quite a bit too late. Yadida tried to warn me about you. That's why you killed her. Yes. I do not know who you are, except that you are not Captain Rock. Oh? If you were Captain Rock, you would have recognized me instantly at Hossim's Cafe. Oh. Captain Rock knew you, huh? Maybe the two of you had done business before. You know, that adds up to an interesting thought. Does it? Sure. The thought that maybe it was you who killed that diplomat Rock was driving the car for. Two of you had that scheme all worked out between you, didn't you? I'm afraid your brilliant deductions can come a little late in the game. You've been looking for Rock ever since so you could kill him and shut his mouth for keeps. That's why you arranged that jailbreak for him in Istanbul. He was difficult to find, but as you see, we could not be safe as long as he was alive. Where is he now? Rock? <laughs> you should have let well enough alone, Joshua. Rock is dead. You got him the first crack out of the box. Indeed. It would seem I was a little harsh with Ali then. Ali? An employee of mine who was assigned to kill Rock. I was forced to shoot him because I thought he had bungled. Yeah, I guess you could easily call that being a little harsh with him. However... I do not believe in regrets. I know now the job's been done. And with you out of the way, things will be complete. Uh-uh. You are not leaving. And to make sure you do not, I will place myself between you and the door. So getting rid of me is the next step, huh? The very next step. Joshua, the police! You fool, Mustafa! That door knocked a gun out of my hand! Thanks, Mustafa. Mustafa, grab the gun! Let, let go of me! With pleasure! Oh, oh. I, I have the gun! Oh, yeah? Oh! It was not my fault. I did as I was told. You wanted to show me some secret places, Mustafa. Well, here's one I want to show you. Never send an O for whom the bell tolls, Mustafa. It tolls for thee. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. In here, Inspector. You all right, Mitchell? Yeah, I guess so. I spotted Joshua's agent, Mustafa, and he led me to you. I was hoping I could get to you before it was too late. Well, you gave me a big lift in direct Laborde. Mustafa came flying back to tell Joshua you were closing in and knocked the gun out of his hand when he opened the door. There's your man, Inspector. Joshua, there, on the floor. Oh, 
He is the one who engineered the political assassination with Captain Rock? That's right. Good. We will give it the widest publicity. When those two countries involved learn who killed that diplomat, perhaps their treaty will go through after all. I hope so. Hey, uh, look, Laborde, do me a favor, will you? After what you have done, anything, Mitchell. Now, the citizens of Tangier still think I killed Yadida, will you? Give me a police escort out of town. <laughs> I'm not exactly hankering to hang around here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, that can easily be arranged, Mitchell. Posing as a notorious character does have its disadvantages, I suppose. That's the understatement of the week. <laughs> you know, the next time the commissioner wants me to impersonate somebody... Yes? I hope it's a Sunday school teacher in Cedar Rapids. Another episode in the exciting new adventure series, Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Dangerous Assignment is written by Bob Rife, with music by Bruce Ashley and directed by Bill Karn. Be with us next week at this time when Brian Donlevy, starring as Steve Mitchell, will embark on another Dangerous Assignment. Dangerous Assignment comes to you from Hollywood. Tomorrow, you'll hear Fibber McGee and Molly and Bob Hope on NBC. Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. No, Ruth, you could at least have waited until that blonde and I finished the dance before dragging me back here to the office. Sorry, Steve, but the commissioner said he wanted you right away. And when he says right away, that means stop the music. Here we are. Yeah. The commissioner's waiting for you inside. I'll have your credentials and plane ticket at my desk when you're through in there. Okay, Ruth. Hi, Commissioner. Steve. Well, where am I going this time? Sending you to Athens, Greece. Greece? Look, I wouldn't know Socrates from Homer. I wouldn't worry about that. You're not liable to run into either of them. <laughs> well, what's it all about? Radar. Steve, as you know, our scientists have come up with new developments in radar so revolutionary that many of the older models are now obsolete. So I understand. Hey, wait a minute. Is that how you located that blonde in me? <laughs> Two weeks ago, a complete set of plans covering these improvements was stolen from a research laboratory in this country. It's essential we get those plans back. What's the line on him so far? The man who smuggled them out of this country turned up dead in the Azores. His killer got as far as Algiers, and he got killed. <laughs> Sounds like a game where everyone plays for keeps. It is. We now believe an international information peddler named Zundel has the plans. And Zundel's in Athens? We think so. Steve, there's a known channel waiting for those plans. Once they get to a certain point in the eastern Mediterranean, our chances of recovering them are nil. 
We've got to keep them from getting out of Athens. Who do I work with in Athens? Lieutenant Janakos of the police. Steve, I don't have to tell you about the danger involved. There are probably several interests after those plans. They'll stop at nothing. They'll throw the book at you. They put every obstacle in your path that they can. You know, this comes as no surprise, Commissioner. As usual, you'll pose as a foreign correspondent after a story. But your real job is to get those plans before they get out of Athens. Well, that's it. You've got your assignment, Steve. Good luck. National Broadcasting Company is proud to present Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell, colorful, two-fisted government agent. At all those places of the world where danger and intrigue walk hand in hand, there you will find Steve Mitchell on another Dangerous Assignment. Steve Mitchell is en route to Greece by plane. Meanwhile, on a narrow, deserted street in Athens at sunset, two men slip furtively along the sidewalk in the gathering dusk, closing in relentlessly on a third man ahead of them. Sundell still does not realize we are following him, Ruba. Come, let us close in now. In a moment, be close. Wait until he gets opposite that alley in front of him. He is getting closer. Now, come on. Let go of me! Into the alley, quick! No! Do not cry out, there is a knife in your stomach! There, this is far enough. The papers won't help. Give us the papers! No, I do not have them anymore. You lie! We tried to buy them from you, but you would not sell at our price. Now we will take them! No, no, no! Prove you fool out of him! He is running out into the seat. That car, they're trying to hit him. Hindel cannot get out of the way! No! Get back here in the alley. Wait. The man is getting out of the car. Miklos, he is searching Trundel. He must be after the papers too. Come, we must not let him get away. He sees us, watch out, he has a gun. Get down, shoot him, Rua, shoot him. Taxi. I'm sorry, sir. This cab is taken. Huh? Oh, yeah. So I see. But there's another one right over there. Okay. Thank you. Taxi. Taxi. Yes, sir. Right over here. Miklos. Yes? That's a Steve Mitchell, all right. I received information he would be sent here to Athens to look for the radar plans. Ruba, we must find out who ran down Zundel last night and beat us to those plans. Maybe if we search Zundel's house. But we must also prevent Steve Mitchell from finding those plans. And that job comes first. Come. We will follow his cab. be staying here in Athens long, sir. I don't know, driver. Well, I just happen to have some cards with me which will admit you to various places that well, I... I'm can... sorry, I'm not on a vacation. I... Hey, that other car. Uh, he's trying to sideswipe us. Straight it out. I cannot look out. Well, driver, you okay? 
I think so. Here, I'll get this door open. Can you open your door? No. No, it is damp. Well, come on. I'll help you through the window. Uh, thank you. Uh, how about you? Are you hurt? Uh, just shaking up. Looks like I got a reception committee pretty early in the game this time. Look, uh, can you get another cab and take me to police headquarters? Uh, nothing personal, sir. But if you do not mind, just get yourself another driver, please. Hmm? You are bad luck to me. <laughs> okay, I guess I can't blame you, honey. Like your Americans, the eyes used to say. I have had it. So I finally made it to your office, Lieutenant Janikos, the hard way. Hmm. I wonder if this reception committee you speak of is the same one which greeted Zundel last night. What do you mean? He was run down by a car and is now in the hospital unconscious. Now you think it could have been an accident, Janakas? I am certain it was not. It was a deliberate hit and run. Several shots were heard. That is all we know at present. Here. Hmm? You may be interested in looking at these pictures. Hmm. Taken at the scene of the accident, huh? Yes, immediately afterward. You recognize any of the faces in the crowd, Lieutenant? No. I have a pretty good line on most of the agents and information peddlers here in Athens, Mitchell. But I don't see any of them in these pictures. Come in. Oh, good morning, Mr. Thatcher. Hello, Lieutenant. Let me introduce a colleague of yours. This is Mr. Steve Mitchell, also a freelance correspondent from the United States. This is Jim Thatcher, Mr. Mitchell. Pleased to meet you, Mitchell. Hi. What can I do for you, Mr. Thatcher? I came to talk to you about this guy, Zundel, who got run over last night. What about Zundel? Well, I don't know if you know much about his background, but he's a sort of a shady character. Indeed. In what way, Mr. Thatcher? Well, I've been cultivating him off and on for the past few months. Once in a while, he's given me information I was able to use in some of my stories. Well, lately, he's been pretty evasive, but uh, I got the idea he was involved in something big. What sort of thing? I don't know. That's why I came here. Figured you might have some sort of line on it. I'm afraid I cannot help you, Mr. Thatcher. Well, I won't take up any more of your time, Lieutenant, but if you do get any information about Zundel, I'd appreciate you letting me in on it. I am sure you will have access to any information which is made public, Mr. Thatcher. Okay, I'll keep in touch with you. You going to be in Athens long, Mitchell? Oh, a few days, I guess. Where are you staying? Lyceum Hotel. I'll look you up. Maybe we can have a drink and talk a little shop. Okay. See you around, Thatcher. You handled that very well, Lieutenant. For our purposes right now, we don't want anyone to know we suspect Zendel of being involved with those radar plans. That was my thought, too, Mitchell. Well, what will be your first step? I'd like to take a look around Zendel's place. Very well. Here's the key. We took it from Zendel's pocket after the accident. Here is the address. Okay, I'll go over there right now. I'll probably be calling in a little later, Janakis. Cigarette smoke. That's funny. Some. So, Steve Mitchell again. This time we will finish him off. Wait. I hear a car outside. A girl, she's coming in. We must leave. What about Mitchell? We will take care of Mitchell later. Hurry, Mitchell, follow me out the window. Who is the girl, Oba? I do not know. 
I have never seen her before. Hurry, drop to the ground. Yes. Oh. Oh. Hey, you really pack a wallop, don't you? Who are you? Well, right now you can just call me hit on the head. I don't understand. What are you doing here? I'm going to ask you the same thing. Why, I'm Helen Slater, Carl's fiance. Carl? Oh, you mean Carl Zundel? Of course. Look, I don't understand. Where's Carl? Don't you know? Well, I thought he was here, obviously. This happens to be his house, you know. I guess you haven't read the paper today. I've been out of town. Why, has anything happened to Carl? He was in an accident last night. What? Oh, no. Is he... Well, was it serious? He's in the hospital, unconscious. Where? I want to see him. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Come on, I'll call a cab and take us to the hospital. Janakas? Yes? This is Mitchell. Oh. I'm calling from a payphone. Yes? I'm on my way to the hospital with a girl named Helen Slater. Says she's Zundel's fiance. I see. I think I'll stick with her a while. She claims she didn't know about the accident. Oh. But I'd never forget a face like hers. I'm sure she's in one of those pictures you showed me of the crowd at the scene of the accident. That must be Zundel's room down the hall. There's a police guard at the door. Look, there's a doctor just going inside. Yeah, come on. You know, I... I still don't understand what you were doing in Carl's house, Mr. Mitchell. I'm a newspaper correspondent. I was looking for a story. About Carl? About his accident, if it was an accident. I don't understand. Why would anyone try to kill Carl? Well, I haven't the slightest idea. Maybe you have. Me? No. Mm. Well, here we are. Yes, sir? I'm Steve Mitchell. Perhaps uh, Lieutenant Janikos mentioned my name to you. Yes, he did. How's Zundel? Still unconscious, I think. Can I see him? Perhaps shortly. A doctor went into the room a moment ago. Maybe he will have word. I wish there was something I could do. When I think of Carl lying here unconscious for a day and a half and me not even knowing about it. Yeah. Well, (laughs) looks like you're as eager on the story as I am, Mitchell. Hmm? Oh, (laughs) well, hi. Uh, Thatcher, isn't it? Yeah, Jim Thatcher. We met in Janaka's office. Uh, Sure. Miss Slater, this is Jim Thatcher, another correspondent. Hello. Hi. Miss Slater is Zundel's fiancée. Oh? Anything new on Zundel? No. Good evening, guard. Dr. Shelliot? I'm going to see the patient. Yes, sir. He must be worse. What do you mean? Well, to require the presence of two doctors, one of them is in the room with Zundel now. What are you talking about? I am the only doctor on duty. Hey, we better take a look inside. What is this other doctor you are talking about? Why, he is not here. Wait. Look at Zundel in the bed. His throat has been cut. I wish to thank all of you for coming here to my office. I think I have all the information I need at present. I don't understand. Who would do a thing like that to Carl? Miss Slater, rest assured the police department will leave nothing undone in our investigation. I think this killing verifies what I was telling you earlier today, Lieutenant. Zundel was apparently involved in something pretty serious. But I'm sure Carl wasn't doing anything wrong. You uh, say he never mentioned anything he might have been involved in, do you? No, nothing, Mr. Mitchell. Uh, Miss Slater, Mr. Thatcher, 
You may both go now. But please leave your addresses with me in the event you are wanted for further questioning. Okay. My address, Lieutenant. 1223 Sophia Boulevard. 1223 Sophia Boulevard. Thank you. Sorry, I had to meet you under such unfortunate circumstances, Miss Slater. If there's anything I can oh, do... Oh, thank you, Mr. Thatcher. I'm afraid there isn't. Well, see you around, gentlemen. Uh, so long, Thatcher. I've uh, written my address and telephone number down for you, too, Lieutenant. There's just one favor I'd like to ask. What is it, Miss Slater? Well, Carl and I were pretty close, of course. There are some things in his house, things I'd given him... Cigarette lighter, a painting, a few things like that. I was wondering if I could have them back as, well, remembrances. I am sure that can be arranged after the inquest. Oh, thank you very much. You'll get in touch with me if there are any new developments in the case. At once. Oh, you've been very kind, Lieutenant. Goodbye, Mr. Mitchell. Miss Slater. <sighs> well, Mitchell... Any chance we had of gaining information from Zundel is now gone. A frustrating case. Yeah, frustrating, but not surprising. With something as vital and valuable as those radar plans at stake, it's no holds barred. Let us recapitulate as to his killing. You say you and Miss Slater arrived at the hospital together. That's right. As we approached Zundel's room, we saw a man in a white robe wearing a surgical mask go in the door. And while we were talking to the guard, Thatcher came down the hall. I introduced him to Miss Slater, and, and the real doctor showed up. We went into the room and discovered the body. Obviously, this man in the doctor's uniform killed Zundel, then left by the window. Yeah, with that surgical mask, it could have been anybody. Ah, apparently, he murdered Zundel, trying to get information as to the whereabouts of the papers. I thought that at first, too, Janakas. Then... I remembered that Zundel was unconscious at the time, so it couldn't have very well been that. No. Oh, I think the killer already has the papers and realized that Zundel knew he had them, so he had to shut his mouth for keeps. But you say when you went to Zundel's apartment a few hours ago, you were knocked unconscious. Whoever did it obviously had been looking for the papers in the apartment. You interrupted his search. Yeah, that's the point, Janakis. I think we're up against two teams in this ballgame. Two? Sure. One outfit already has the plans. The other outfit's trying to find them. And we're right in the middle. Nice thought, isn't it? Hmm. If you're right in your assumptions, if the plans are already in possession of hostile interests, then that means... It means we've got to move fast to prevent those plans from getting out of Athens. Whoever has them undoubtedly knows your men will be covering all exits. So they'll probably try to cook up some cute angle to get the plans out. This girl, Mitchell, what do you make of her? Helen Slater? I don't know just where she fits into this deal, but I'm sure she fits in someplace. She lied when she said she didn't know about Zundel's accident. Maybe she lied about a few other things, too. Hmm. Well, where does all this leave us, Mitchell? Well, pretty much in the dark right now. Look, right after I got slugged in Zundel's place, Helen walked in, so I never did get a chance to take a look around. Oh, you wish to go back there again? Yeah, Maybe we could find something there that'll give us the line on whom Zundel's been playing ball with. But first, I've got to send a report back to my boss in the United States. I'll be with you in a few minutes. Steve's report's coming in on the teletype, Commissioner. Good, let's have it. There you are. 
Very dull job you sent me on, Commissioner. It was in Athens two whole hours before getting hit on the head. Well, that's just about par for Steve, I guess. Yeah. Now in middle of charming game of button, button, who's got the button? <laughs> Both sides playing for keeps. Man who used to have button, now slightly dead. Why? Well, he must mean Zondel. Hey, wait a minute. Here's some more. Check on a Jim Thatcher, newspaper correspondent. And on way back to Zundel's house with Janakos. We'll keep moving. Here we are, Janakos. What are you waiting for? The last time I walked through that door, I got a lump. You remember? <laughs> I'm not taking any chances this time. Yeah, I guess the joint's empty. Come on. We might as well start here in the living room. There's a chance that the plans are here somewhere, although I doubt it. But anything we can find which would tie Sundell's in with the people he was running with, with would help us. All right. I will take this side of the room over here. Okay, Alva. Uh... Hmm. Hey, that, that's funny. What is the matter? Take a look at this wall over here, Janakos. This wall? But there is nothing here. That's right. But there was something here. Look, this area right here is cleaner than the rest of the wall. Let's see. Yep, there's a nail hole here. Ah, a picture was hung here. A picture or a painting. Yeah, I remember now. I noticed it when I was here before. Hey... That must have been the painting Helen said she gave Zundel, the one she wanted back. Uh, from the size of the lighter area on the wall, it must have been a rather large painting. Yeah, large enough to hide those plans in. Have you got Helen's phone number with you? Yes. Here you are. Oh. You said the possessor of those plans would seek a clever scheme to get them out of Athens. It appears you were right. Yeah, it doesn't do you much good to be right if you're too late. This is Steve Mitchell, Helen. Well, hello, Steve. Uh, you said this morning that there were several things in Zundel's apartment you'd like, uh, gifts that you'd given him. Did I? Well, to tell the truth, I've sort of lost interest in them, Steve. Yeah, that's what I thought. You've already got the only thing you really wanted, that painting. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I have to be going now, Steve. It uh, must be quite a painting. Oh, it is. Very interesting. And very profitable, too. Now, uh, wait, look. And don't try to find me, Steve. You won't be able to. Now, wait a minute. I... So long, darling. Now, Helen. 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 Come on, Janakas. We've got to get over to her apartment fast. Gentlemen, gentlemen, this is highly irregular. I, I cannot let you into Miss Slater's apartment. Yes, you can. I'm Lieutenant Janakos, police department. Police? Oh. Oh, certainly, oh, all right, then. Oh, of course, but, but Miss Slate is not in. Huh? She left uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, uh -huh. here, here we are. How long ago? Oh, just, just a few minutes ago. Here, I... Uh... Yeah, she's gone, all right. Uh, I don't understand, gentlemen. Is, is, is something wrong? Have you any idea where Miss Slater went? Why, no, no, no. She left in quite hurry. Uh, took a taxi car. Did she have any baggage with her? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, two suitcases, as I remember. Anything else? Uh, no, no, I don't think that... Wait. 
Yes, he had large flat pockets. Ah, probably the painting. Uh, the what? We will need you no longer. You may go. Oh, but I... We I... will let you know when we leave. Thank you. Well, uh, all right. She took off in a hurry, didn't she? Must have been all packed and warming up her engines. Yes. We will get a bulletin out on her at once. Dominic, this is Janakos. Trace the cab driver who picked up Helen Slater from her apartment here a few minutes ago. Find out where he took her. Hey, wait a minute. Hold on, Dominic. What is it, Mitchell? We just spotted this piece of paper in the wastebasket here. Hey, take a look. Libyan Star, 6 p.m. Yeah, the name of a ship. 6 p.m.? What time is it now? 10 after 6. Oh, it has already sailed. Dominic, contact the harbor patrol. Tell them to have a launch waiting for us. Come, Mitchell. We must try to overtake the Libyan star before it gets outside the 12-mile limit. I'm afraid the Libyan star has too much of a start on us, Mitchell. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's something sort of slick about this whole deal. A little too slick, maybe. What do you mean, Mitchell? I don't know. Something about it doesn't add up. I can't quite put my finger on it, but... There is the Libyan star ahead. Faster! It will do us no good, Lieutenant Janarko. What do you mean? The 12-mile limit stretches between those two islands on either side of us. The ship is already beyond the limit. Very well. You may as well head back to port. I am sorry, Mitchell, but my authority does not exceed the 12-mile limit. Yeah, I know. We can try, of course, to intercept the girl at the ship's destination. But as you know, such things are sometimes difficult to arrange due to international aspects. And, of course, she could leave the ship at any port along the line. Mitchell, I am afraid that as far as those radar plans are concerned, the outlook is not encouraging. You know, the more I think about this deal, the less it adds up. Helen had a key to Zundel's apartment. Now, if the painting was really what she was after... Why didn't you just go and get it right away instead of telling us about it first? I do not know. Yes? I read your message for you. From police headquarters. Thank you. Mitchell. What is it? My man Dominic traced the cab driver. Helen Slater did not go to the waterfront at all. She went to number 1223 Sophia Boulevard. Huh? Hey, wait a minute. Isn't that the address the newspaper correspondent gave us? Yes. Jim Thatcher. But why would the girl have gone to his apartment? Particularly when the two of them were acting like they didn't know each other. You know, this deal is beginning to add up. Get this launch in overdrive, Janakis. We're going back to town and pay a call on Jim Thatcher. Mitchell, there are many aspects of this affair I do not understand. Here are the stairs. Sadger's apartment must be on the second floor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there are still a few missing pieces in the deal, Janakis, but it's beginning to shape up. Mitchell! Hey, sounds like someone got here first. Come on. Mitchell, look! Two men coming out of Thatcher's apartment. Well, they gotta come through us. I'll take the one on the right. Mikos, quick! Your knife! Too late, Buster! Janakis, the other one's heading for the stairs! Stop! Stop when I shoot! Stop! Well, you sure don't pull any punches, Janakis. He should have stopped. He did. Hmm. Well, papers aren't on this boy. They must be on the guy downstairs. Papers? What papers? The radar plans. What? But I thought... Hey, take a look, will you? I want to talk to Thatcher if he's still alive. Very well. 
Yeah. Looks like we got here a little late, Thatcher. Helen, she's dead. Yeah, so I see. They killed her. And knifed me. Probably won't have much time, Thatcher, so you better talk fast. Who were the two guys that jumped you? Uh, don't know. They were after the papers. I figured there were two teams. I guess those boys were the have-nots. It was you who killed Zundel in the hospital. Yeah. Sure. You put on a white uniform and mask. Killed Zundel, went out the window, and then you threw away the costume and met us in the hall outside the room. Here are the radar plans, Mitchell. They were on the body of the man I just shot. Yeah, and he got them from Thatcher here. From Thatcher? But I do not understand. I thought that... Thatcher is the man who ran over Zundel and took the plans from him. He's had them all the time. Helen tried to focus our attention on the painting so that while we were concentrating on her and the ship, Thatcher would have slipped quietly out of town. Yeah, I... Well, he is gone, Mitchell. Yeah. Well, it looks like this deal didn't exactly work out for either of them. The plan then was for the girl to lure us away with the fake departure, then double back and pick up the plans from Thatcher, eh? I guess that's about the size of it. And they almost got away with it, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, funny. Hmm? Uh, I was just thinking about football. Football? What does that have to do with this? Well, I've played a little in my time, Janakas, and I've seen an awful lot of games. But I had to come all the way over here to Athens to see the slickest hidden ball play of them all. have just heard another episode in the exciting new adventure series, Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Dangerous Assignment is written by Bob Reif with music by Bruce Ashley and is directed by Bill Karn. Be with us next week at this time when Brian Donlevy, starring as Steve Mitchell, will embark on another Dangerous Assignment. Here's more good news for mystery fans. Every Sunday, you may now hear Richard Diamond, private detective over most of these same NBC stations. With Dick Powell starred as the hard-hitting two-fisted Dick Diamond, the Sunday adventures of this private eye are as interesting as tomorrow's race results today. There's fast action and plenty of suspense each Sunday as Diamond fights his way to fame, fortune, and a red-headed girlfriend. Richard Diamond is another of the fast-moving adventure mysteries you'll hear every week on NBC with such great shows as Dangerous Assignment, Night Beat, and Christopher London. If it's mystery and adventure you like when you turn on your radio, make a date now to hear all these stellar NBC shows. And remember, it's Sunday for Dick Powell as Richard Diamond on most of these NBC stations. Tomorrow, you'll hear Fibber McGee and Molly and Bob Hope on NBC. NBC.